0: Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that tends to take things a little too seriously. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master who runs the show, and I'd like to remind all of you that we are not here to have fun. We are here to win at Dungeons and Dragons. Over here we have Daniel. He's so serious that he cries every time he doesn't get a critical hit.
1: Yeah, let me try right now. (laughs) <laughs> <Kobe>. oh. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Come on Don't you start Daniels? Daniels. I'm not doing that bit It's serious right now Oh
0: oh, okay Sheesh wow Well moving on from that We have Janelle over here as well And
2: personally I don't think she takes this game Seriously enough Uh, So I'm not supposed to be Stacking my dice No
0: you're supposed to be Paying attention And min-maxing And you're not doing Either of those Look at
2: how many times You've gone down You're not winning mm-hmm. Janelle that's fair. maybe that's fair um guess what i'm winning i'm winning you are but sometimes your little nasties are a little too nasty so maybe i don't pay attention just because oh. I'm, I'm dying oh man
3: oh well, comes out.
0: It's so tense in here
2: yeah serious
0: yeah well while we're on that note nate's here too personally i think his performance would increase if he were playing a completely different game I know. How come am I supposed to min-max a system that uses a
4: single die? I need several hundreds of dies to make my calculations matter. Ah. <laughs> we left fate literally in the hands of a single roll.
2: Is this a Warhammer reference?
4: <laughs> Actually, it's a Mirror Shades reference.
0: We all got it.
4: That was definitely what I got. Yep. I think Mirror Shades is that it's the one.
0: Now i have to okay. check.
4: Well, it's been anyway. two years.
0: Regardless of whether it's <laughs> D&D, Warhammer, or Mirror's Shade, as Nate said, we have Joel over here, and honestly, he is the true winner of any competitive game we play.
3: Mm-hmm. In fact, I can't even remember a time that I've lost. Can you?
0: No, I actually, I can't. If you don't
1: let him win, he hits you. Damn, I'm supposed to
0: say it. I'm yeah, sorry. Daniel.
5: All right. Sorry.
1: Now One I'm going to get it.
3: I'm going to be calm for the audience, but later, Daniel. Oh, no. I'm
1: sorry. (laughs) Oh, God.
0: I'm I'm not going to say that. (laughs) 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 Uh, Well, then. Finally, moving on from that, we have AJ, who will never win because all he ever wants to do is have fun. It's
6: just, uh, Genasi's just want to have fun. Ooh, ooh. Genasi's just want to have fun.
4: <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh, ooh. ooh just want to have fun. I'm out. Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, now that I have all of that negative energy out of my system, how are you guys doing today? You guys ready to have fun with D&D?
1: Is that what we usually do? is that yeah i was gonna say who's having fun Did i did not see just having fun i mean i
0: was okay well i guess I i thought i was just getting the bad energy out but i guess i guess you guys did agree with everything i just said
1: yeah the, the the bad energy is is this whole game, Josh. So I guess we have to throw everything away if we want to get the bad energy out.
2: Whoa there, cowboy! Calm down.
0: Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Audience I can't... members, welcome to the last episode of Applied Engineering. <laughs> oh
1: I can't be I can't be that mean and not laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm I, I want to say I'm having a very good time because I feel kind of bad for
0: saying that now. <laughs> it's okay. I'll choose to believe you. I'm I'm feeling great, too, Josh. If you wondered. That's good. I'm glad yeah. to hear that, AJ. Oh, you
6: It's like a minefield around here.
0: Yeah, I know. It's something in the air tonight.
6: I'll
3: show you a minefield, AJ.
1: I would rather not. Yeah, he has a minefield behind his house. Would, would yeah. you believe it? All uh, around
3: my house, actually, not just behind it anymore. <laughs> He's oh. Yeah, that's what I was doing earlier today. Oh.
1: So you didn't tell me that the last time I came over, so whew, lucked out, huh?
4: I guess. This has taken the quarantine to a whole new level.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's good. Well, you know what, guys? I'm tired of tiptoeing around Joel's minefield. I'm just excited to play D&D with you guys and have fun. So are you guys ready to dive right into this adventure? Get a little yeah.
1: wet? Yeah, get us sweat. I'm 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 hoping I'm hoping you <laughs> I'm ho- I'm hoping you Ew, f-
2: no. No. You got to cut
1: that out. What is wrong with you? you?
2: No. <laughs> no. Josh, okay. Just do the so recap, we're going to pretend
0: you guys said yes. <laughs> Some of you did. Yes. <laughs> okay, let me try that again. Yeah. Good All right, so before we get started today, I'm going to give us a really quick recap. So last episode, you guys had a little meeting to get to know each other a little bit better. One that was a long time coming. You also ran into Mr. Smills again, who invited you to his office to ask for help with something that he said involved a lot of money. And you agreed to meet him at 5.45 p.m right before dinner that day. And then, you set out to accomplish two short-term goals. First, you decided you were going to visit Bernadette, Stephen, the guard's wife, and you were going to meet with Ashlyn, the serving girl, who is the first person to disappear in this entire strange course of events. So you developed your plan, you threw a blanket at Gunner, and you guys prepared yourselves and left the tavern and walked out into the rainy stormy weather of the outside so why don't you guys take it away
2: oh uh jasper i was just thinking about this what are our names going to be
0: well are you you guys gonna come up with fake names for dead, or are you guys just gonna
2: yeah well to get ourselves in in case someone overhears us
0: how about just happy feet I'm happy feet, and I'm foot toes. <laughs> oh, she's yeah, don't little feet. Mind me.
1: Uh, I'll be sure to narrate the whole thing.
4: Not little foot. No. Nope. Little feet. Little feet. She's mm. quadrupedal.
2: Uh, okay. Seriously. <laughs> oh, Back gosh. to D and D. Oh gosh. So yeah. Jasper, what what should our uh, what should our fake names be?
4: Why don't you just call yourself Priscilla and I'll just call myself Gabrielle. I'm sorry, wait, it's Gabe.
2: <laughs> Gabrielle, <laughs> Gabe. Okay, so you're Gabe and I'm Priscilla. Yes. Sounds good. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, just to
6: confirm, while you guys go and, and talk, we're gonna be like a like a block away, so we're not like right near it, but we're within the vicinity in case you guys need help. Is that the idea?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're, we're, we're just being shady figures, looking shady, and we're loitering like a bunch of bad people.
4: Jasper just says, why don't you just go do what you always do? Do a performance for the next little while.
0: It is pouring rain and a peel of lightning flashes across the sky.
4: I still see no problem with the plan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you
1: know,
4: Jasper, I, I think on a better day, maybe
1: that would be a good idea. But, but I think maybe we'll kind of just maybe look at some nearby shops or, or I don't know, just maybe stand under something that v- people
4: get so vet in. Ugh, this is ruining my new shoes. Jasper just looks at your shoes and goes, those are new. I'm going to pretend like you didn't say that. What are
0: those? <laughs> <laughs> yes. good, oh, man. my God. Damn, Daniel. Back at it again.
1: No. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> so I, I'm good. haunted. Haunted by that.
0: So obscure internet references aside, you guys are walking through the streets. Water is sloshing everywhere. The rain has gotten heavier since you guys uh, had your little meeting so you're already soaking through and uh, Vez and Jasper are taking the lead the rest of you are falling back still trying to decide what you're going to do Master for the Cat is looking, glaring at you guys from under a, a market stall and Tuo looks like he's just having a good time he's splashing in the puddles <laughs> so you guys walk through the streets, get absolutely soaked and Jasper and Vez arrive at Steven's door. There are lights inside, so you know at least his wife is home. So there are two elven strangers standing outside of her home. How far away is everyone else standing, and, like, what are you doing? What's nearby? Uh, other houses. Cool. Uh,
6: is there, like, like around one of the corners, is there, like, a little, like... Uh... Like a porch or something to block some of the rain or is it just straight buildings up and down no porches or anything
0: like apartments it's just the straight buildings mm.
6: okay it's gonna be
0: tough i mean there there are plenty of spots that you can duck under like there's a like a stable nearby and i is think that... some of the, some of the houses probably do have like large awnings
1: okay
6: do we want to be around a corner
1: yeah, may- maybe we should go to. If there's a stable nearby, like Josh was saying, we could hang out there. And I'll bust out my trusty clipboard in case we run into any trouble. Cool. Auditor's clipboard.
6: Yeah, isn't that good? Is Aegon good with that?
3: Yes. Cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So you guys uh, duck under the awning near a nearby stable. And it's up to Vez and Jasper now. Hey,
4: Josh. <clears throat> Am I allowed yes. to have the disguise self be identical to what it is, but when she enters the door have my face, normal face, show through?
0: Um, I don't think so. I think you'd have to dismiss the whole disguise.
4: Because I didn't know if I could just reapply the disguise as of itself, but with the face missing.
0: Um, I'll say yeah. I, I like that.
4: Then that's what I will do, because if we just come up with two L's, she'll probably just stare at us. Well, one of us she might trust, the other one maybe not.
0: Okay, yeah, so I'll let you do that. You can drop the disguise just around your face. Like, maybe your body would, like, flicker for a split second, but unless someone was staring at you intently, they wouldn't be able to tell. With
4: the pouring rain, I could imagine it would be so difficult to tell.
0: Yeah, it'd be very, like, no one's going to see you.
4: Okay. Because I look at Vez and I tell her the plan in Elvin, saying at least to gain trust at the beginning.
2: She nods. I think that's a good idea.
4: Unless you wish to do the honors You can at all change your face
2: I have to change everything Um So I think yours If you can just change your face Is probably a better idea
4: Okay Now remember No common
2: (laughs) 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 Oh that's awful
6: (laughs) That's a good Call of Duty Mm -hmm. reference right there
2: (laughs) Okay So we go and we knock on the door
0: Okay, and uh, you wait for a few seconds, and you hear someone moving around inside, and the door opens, and you see Bernadette, young woman, her hair's done up a little bit better right now, because she's been indoors, and uh, she's holding her her baby, like, kind of like, sw- like with her, uh, she's holding her baby with her left arm, and she opens the door with her right, and she uh, sees you, too, and says, um... Hello? Can I can I help you with something?
4: We have met before, Bernadette. We were here with your husband at some point, and we had some beautiful dongos. We hope to continue a conversation Dum- with you or him if you happen to be here. And I smile. Nate, it was dumplings. It was dongos. Nate, please. please.
0: <laughs> they were
4: dumplings. <laughs> Not
0: everyone knows what a dongo is.
4: Dumplings.
0: And she's like, um, I don't recognize you. You sure you have the right house?
4: Drop the disguise, and smile.
0: Okay, so she sees your face, and she's startled, and she jumps back and drops the baby. No, she jumps a little. <clears throat> <laughs> she jumps a little bit when uh, you reveal your face, and she takes her a second. She's like, "Oh, sorry, you, ja- Jasper, was it?" Yes, and I ask it, Alvin. Do you speak Elvin? And uh, you see her eyes flicker back and forth for a little bit, like scanning, and she says, I I don't understand your your words, stranger, but if you would like some hospitality, we are prepared to entertain you. And uh, she gestures for you to come in. Thank you.
4: He lets Vez go first, or Priscilla.
2: Then we walk in. <laughs> okay,
0: and she uh, closes the door and uh locks it and then uh looks at you and asks in uh, common what's what's all this about Jasper
4: we were just curious about the information of the town we believe that someone has mentioned that the captain of the guards might not be who
0: he is oh, oh okay I don't I don't know why you're coming to me for help there's really not much I can do and she kind of like gestures to her sleeping baby
2: well we've also noticed. Some other peculiar things. And she looks straight at the baby.
0: (laughs) And she uh, gives you a suspicious look, and she looks at Jasper, and then she looks at Vez, and she... And Vez changes
2: (laughs) back into the form that they know her as.
0: So Bernadette is not phased at all. Oh, That's what I thought.
4: (laughs) Just to be funny. (laughs)
1: What what, what did you say, (laughs) O-F-G. Oh my gosh.
2: That's that's what I thought. So is it you? Is it your husband? Is it both of you? We can play this game, but I already know.
0: Very well. And she uh, walks over and puts the baby in the crib. And then she shifts into a white-skinned humanoid with black eyes, just like Vez.
2: Ah. There we go. This is kind of exciting. I've never actually uh, made any friends of uh, of my own kind. <laughs> and she's just like really awkwardly standing there smiling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Bernadette gives you a, a small smile and she sits down in one of her chairs and then uh, she shifts back into the human face that you've seen before.
2: So just you and the baby then? Yes.
0: yes, just me and the baby, but my husband is fully aware of who I am.
2: That's nice. That's rare. I know that he. he some, something was off when how, how gung ho he was about Gunnar's comment.
0: And she nods and she says Stephen is an, an amazing man, but he's a little excitable sometimes and doesn't always think before saying or doing things but I love him all the same.
2: Bez just smiles. Something she wished she had in her life, but she's not going to say that out loud. So, just being frank, I guess, is the captain of the guard, has he always been one of us, or is that a new development?
0: Um, She switches to Elvin and says, please sit down and we can talk. She does so.
4: Jasper sits down.
0: And she leans forward and she says, no he has not always been one of our kind
4: one second before we start if you don't mind let us at least get some tea standing here talking when you're inviting us in in hospitality if we are being monitored would look suspicious at least let us get drinks as if we are an old acquaintance i can do it if you'd like if you two would like to chat and be friends um
0: yes please help yourself to my tea
4: kettle. He puts a coal down on the table and says, "I think this will cover the cost."
0: <laughs> her, her eyes wide, and she's like, "That's a lot of money."
2: <laughs> he doesn't really understand the concept of money. Um, this, this, this,
0: gold will pay for a lot. I can't take this.
4: I'm just trying to be generous because I know how rough it is with a kid. Would you just take it, please?
0: V- very well, I suppose so. Thank you for your generosity. And she nods towards you and picks up the gold piece and stares at it.
2: So when did you notice the change happen?
0: And she takes a deep breath and looks at you and says, I only trust you because Stephen does. And let me tell you, and I don't mean this in a bad way, Vez, but I'm gonna, what I'm going to tell you here, if you ever betray the trust I'm showing you, I will gut you in your sleep. Do you understand?
2: Oh, no, I understand. Perfectly, I really do. Because you know also that if you were to betray my trust right now, the same would happen to you. So tense. And she
0: nods and says, Thank you, I appreciate your understanding. So, I actually know who has taken... ...form of our captain of the guard. Wow. About five years ago... three of us... ...came to Brimpton... ...from U-Torn. We were looking to start a new life. It was... ...myself and my two brothers. And we settled here and... ...all agreed to go our... ...we all agreed to follow our own... ...individual paths. I met Steven... ...and we got married... And then my brothers, Artur and Diarmad, both... Well, I don't want to call it a life of crime because it sounds violent, but they found that our natural abilities were best suited for petty theft and the like. And I haven't spoken to them for almost a year. But now, based on what you have told Stephen... And she kind of pauses and looks like she's trying not to cry. can only imagine that they've gotten themselves involved in something very bad. And and she can't finish the last part.
4: Here's your tea. And Jasper comes back.
0: And she silently takes it and takes a sip.
2: I see. So you don't think there's any chance in talking them down and out of this, do you? If you can, I,
0: and she looks right at Vez, and she says, I don't blame you, but if you can talk, I don't, I don't know which, I don't know which of my brothers was killed, and I don't know which one is impersonating the captain, but please, if you could, try to save him.
2: Vez gives her kind of a sad smile, and stands up from the chair and takes just a step away from it she doesn't want to break somebody else's furniture. And she changes into the captain of the guard momentarily and then changes back. I have some ideas on how I might go about some conversations.
0: And she nods and says, well, just, just tell him Morag wants him to come home and that we can leave again if we must. And she gives you a very pleading look.
2: You will take your husband with you, though, right?
4: Do you have okay. enough to escape? Well, I do now. Glad to hear.
0: <laughs> but I hope it doesn't come down to that. We have many friends here, but if lives are at risk, you know, you can't always pick and choose.
2: Does one of your brothers in particular dislike your husband more than the other?
0: As far as I know, neither of them ever disliked Stephen.
2: One of them, I'm pretty sure, does now. I'm sorry, that's our fault.
0: Like, well, Stephen isn't the one getting himself involved, so perhaps they're. And she, like a bit of a smile pops up, and she says, "Well, I'd like to hope that perhaps they're just trying to warn him away." Hopefully, indirectly. I, I
4: think you have merit.
0: I've dissuaded Stephen from believing that the captain I've dissuaded Stephen from believing that the captain has been replaced I don't want him thinking that it's my brother
2: Mm. so keep this on the hush hush yes
0: Mm. and I do not want to get involved with this situation one bit
2: that's why we came as someone else
0: thank you You she takes another sip from Jasper's tea this tastes like dirt (laughs) <laughs>
2: you do know
0: I'm trained in
4: alchemical supplies
2: Well, you obviously
0: don't have a sense of taste What is that?
2: He he doesn't actually Literally does not Oh,
0: breathing,
4: yes <gasps> uh.
1: <gasps> no, no, no. <laughs> He has a taste in fashion
2: Yeah, there you go <laughs> she so? says
0: Well, Jasper, I... Suppose one day I'll learn a little bit more about you as well. What do you wish to know? But not today. You can't stay for too long. Oh yeah, she, she was saying, uh, that, oh. you know, not today though. Another time. I can't, cannot have you here for too long. I'm going to have to feed the baby soon.
4: Well, you're in luck. If you wish for your brother to come back, there are means. However, if we get him here, he may not be the most cooperative in the beginning, but we can get him here alive.
0: Oh boy If he comes unwilling don't bring him here
6: (laughs) Just drags him through the street
0: It's (laughs) It's just like he pulled the captain of the guard through the streets And he's just kicking and screaming But Jasper's
4: basically saying that if they choose to leave He'll at worst case knock them out and basically just leave them For them to decide afterwards Jasper (laughs) thinks it's a good ending Okay. That's,
6: that's...
0: Jasper is a monster. I mean, come <laughs> on. That's an
4: improvement. It's very nice. calculated. It's easier to kill. Yeah. I mean, you know.
0: It's fair. That's fair. Progress, guys. Progress with Jasper. <laughs>
1: Progress. So, Good job, uh, Jasper.
0: So Bernadette, or Morag, as she has introduced herself as, stands up and gestures towards the door and resumes speaking in common and says... Well, thank you very much for your visit. It's been a, it's yes, been it a good been time. Yes, it's been quite
4: a long time since we got to see each other, but rights we need to move along to the next town.
0: Yes, farewell.
2: And Vez changes into her elven self and heads towards the door to go find her friends who have found themselves a stable to hide in.
0: <laughs> so while this is happening, you guys are at the stable, and... uh you uh you hear a familiar voice come from nearby and it says, Oh hi! It's you guys! And you guys look over and you see Farmer Trevor. <laughs> uh uh-uh. oh, He is soaking oh. wet. And he is uh he's standing outside one of the stalls, and you see him taking the the saddle and the harness off of a horse.
1: Oh, Trevor, won't you uh Going to go somewhere, maybe on vacation for a while.
0: Oh yes, I, I was going to, but then, then I remembered I have a civic duty to this town. What? What I do you mean? need to make mean? sure everyone knows that there is a changeling menace here. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Horrifying creatures that can steal your mind from you, as well as your form. They take your babies in the night and replace them with their own foul spawn. <laughs> Uh,
5: Trevor, um, Connor, oh, God what do we do,
1: <laughs> guys? Gunner's kind of pissed off. He's like, he, he he gets up to him. He's like, listen here, you little piece of crap. I'm <laughs> oh, tired boy. of this racist attitude of yours. Now, <laughs> we told you to get out of town. I don't care what kind of person I am. I'm giving. I'm telling you what to do. And if you don't do it, something's gonna happen. Oh boy.
0: Oh, oh my. Oh no. Don't threaten. T- you're threatening threatening me. You a changeling? <laughs> you look like an elf. Oh my God! You could be a changeling. He's a changeling.
1: I'm not. I'm not. I'm, and a I'm not. Sta-
0: a couple of the stable boys just look up and they're like, "What's going on?" He's a changeling.
1: Do I really look like a changeling?
0: And one of the stable boys is like, "Well, if you were changeling, we wouldn't be able to tell." <sighs> mm. And the two stable boys look at each other and they look at Trevor and they look back at you. Well how do we
5: know you're not a changeling? <laughs> and he, he points to Trevor.
0: And Trevor's like,
5: the real Trevor that said he was going to leave and you're still here. Suspicious?
0: And the, the two stable boys are like, maybe he's a changeling. Oh no, am I a changeling?
1: <laughs> Gunnar pulls out his auditor clipboard and he says, well, this has been fun and all, but uh, I, I've actually come to do an audit here. And, uh, gotta say, boys, I, uh, I, I really hate to write you down for what you said to me, but, uh, I'm sure your boss will, uh, well, he'll do with you what he thinks is appropriate for, uh, uh harassing customers.
0: Okay, why don't you give me a deception check with advantage, Daniel, using your auditor's clipboard.
1: Okay, so that, the first roll is already pretty good. And the second roll is a natural 20, so that's a 25.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the two stable boys look at each other and they're like, I don't know what an audit is, but if he's, if he's a customer, we probably sh- shouldn't bother him regardless. Uh, and they, they very quickly start working faster than they were before.
1: Yeah, Gunnar kind of presses him. I'm sorry, what v- for your names? I want to make sure I write it down. <laughs> oh, no. When I speak to your boss. Oh,
0: no. Uh, uh, um, um,
1: maybe just... you should find. Uh, wh- what? No, you, you go. No, no, you go. You go.
0: No, I didn't have anything. I was you just going to say dumb. <laughs> no, you go. It's
1: like, yeah, may- maybe you should sync the next time you talk to me, Zatve. Hmm? Okay, I'm just going to write down two nasty boys. Your boss will
0: probably know who those boys are. Trevor looks at you and says, I see through your changeling magic.
1: You're just an idiot. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what to say to you. I, oh, we told you to get out of town, and you're still here.
0: Because I have a civic. You know what? He just turns around and walks away.
1: <laughs> oh, thank
3: God. But What a drag. Am I right, gone Yes, well, it seems like t- Trevor cares for his fellow Villagers, i, I, I suppose <clears throat>
1: yeah i i, I guess that's that's fair i mean it's going to be a shame whenever than, than something bad happens to him but uh, gunner, oh, what are you saying hmm? no i meant the no this
5: clipboard has is... gone to your head it's too much
0: power no. you no, look over and you it's, see that the two the two stable boys are still whispering and peeking glances at gunner and theo
1: <laughs> gunner is, announces loudly and making rude remarks when customers think they can't hear them. Hmm. Wow, <laughs> that's very... a lot
0: of, that's a lot of bullet points. <laughs> they uh, quickly move on to the next stall. <laughs> <laughs> and oh I think uh, Vez and Jasper reappear just about that time.
1: Oh, thank God you're back. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even believe what we went through. Did you kill someone? It was rough, guys. It was rough.
5: The no, two stable verse. boys
0: peek up again from one of the stalls. <laughs> Their eyes are wide. You had witnesses?
1: Even worse, we had to talk to Farmer Trevor.
0: yeah G-
1: Gunner, Gunner turns his head slightly to where the boys are, and um. Uh, Gunner says, Oh, Jasper, don't you know I've never left a mess before.
2: <laughs> Jasper just oh smiles and says, I see.
4: Hey, he looks at them
2: and then vez like internally panicking uh just starts laughing like like, its <laughs> like big a big old man. joke and she's like oh you guys are so funny and just like smacking uh <laughs> <laughs> smacking him on the back <laughs> like and she like gives feel like a look like you better start laughing <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so tubo <laughs> so start, starts howling <laughs> oh god Ooh. That's right to a
5: hole. <laughs> so funny.
1: Can we and leave? Yeah, we we should talk somewhere else. Clearly, we're not welcome here.
5: Rather buy horses from somewhere else.
1: Precisely.
6: Where where does our next? Uh, Sorry, <laughs> <does our> next <laughs> person live.
1: Yeah. Did did we ever get? Did the list come with addresses or no?
0: Um, no, but if you asked around town, you could probably find where she is. Okay. Or you could also go to the marble throne again and ask Lycos. Yeah, we could do that. that.
1: I mean, we need a nice place to talk anyway, so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it all comes back to the tavern. So we, like, rush walk there so we're not super drenched. Oh, you get drenched. It is still
0: pouring, like... Like I said, the streets are starting to get a little little wet.
1: Mm-hmm. Get me drenched.
0: No, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you guys walk through the streets, and you get back to the tavern, and Lycos uh, looks at you from behind the bar, and is like, back so soon? It's a little little early for, a, for another drink. I was thinking donuts, mostly,
5: and, and milk. You really are a hungry boy. I just, I love, these are so good. We don't have donuts in Langavater. Yeah, f- what's your secrets?
0: They're so good. So the dwarf just looks at you for a bit and then just goes and gets a platter <laughs> of stale donuts and says, oh, all right, here you go. <sighs> what, what are you having, Gunner?
1: I don't know. Maybe just, I don't know. P-
0: piece of bread. He puts a loaf of bread on the counter for you. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's a lot. Then well, I'll still eat it. I'm charging you for the whole one.
1: Okay, fine. but uh, Put on Laszlo's tab. Yeah, Laszlo would be very happy to pay for this.
0: Oh, okay. Now, once he gets back from Mr. Smills' office, I will charge him immediately.
1: Oh, he's he's gone to Mr. Smills' office, has he?
0: Yes, he has. Something about a a business deal.
1: Oh, boy. Mm.
2: (laughs) And where is Mr. Smeal's office again? Oh,
0: here. And he, uh, he gives you the address. It's near the market square.
2: Thank you.
1: Oh, and, and on that note, we, uh, somebody told us to check in on someone named Ashlyn.
2: Apparently
1: she's not feeling well. And, uh, Fortunately, in Gunnar Jester's Aegon, we have a healer in our group. Oh, that's me. Well, that
0: would be. Spe- <laughs> 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 well, that would be spectacular. She hasn't been been into work for months. Thus, if if the if the priest could could heal her up, really good. That would that'd be spectacular.
1: Yes, but but we don't know where she lives. Do, do you know where she lives?
0: All right. Oh, yes, I will, I will give you that. In in a breach of protocol and employee protection, he gives you
6: her address. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sure this place is not OSHA certified either.
1: It is <laughs> not. <laughs> Gunner, the social engineer, ready to break in and take
2: oh whatever information... Oh,
4: my God. I am very oh, pleased please. by this
1: comment. Goodness.
6: <sighs>
1: <laughs>
6: Perfect. Awesome, so we have her address now.
1: Well, do you think we should check on Laszlo? I'm—I I'm, got to be honest. I'm a bit worried.
2: He's human, right? Are they gonna turn him into a robot? Whoa! I don't know. <laughs> the upgrades.
0: Upgrades. Yes, yeah, to answer your question, Janelle, uh, he is a human.
2: Yeah, I'm kind of worried about him too. What time is it?
0: It's about three o'clock now. I'd say.
2: Is there any chance that Ashland's house is past? We have to walk past Mills's office to get there.
0: I'd say it's a slight detour, but they're not in
2: opposite directions. Maybe we take a slight I knew, detour. I
0: knew I should have drawn out an entire detailed map of this town. <laughs> uh, next time, next time. Maybe. Yeah, cool.
1: and the next town we get to, which is called Frimpton.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think you mean Crimpton.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Frempton is
0: the one after Crimpton. <laughs> no, Frempton is the one before.
1: I think I
2: thought Hipton. Hmm.
0: Yeah, you're thinking Hipty Dimpton.
1: Oh, I, no, I was thinking of Dimpton.
2: This is a cool joke and all, but maybe we <laughs> should get going. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, wow, what a, what a real Dimpton. <laughs> God. <laughs>
0: Love you.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Moving on. All right, so you, you guys are heading to uh, Smills' office?
6: Yeah. Are we just going to walk by and peek our head?
4: And the window, just yeah, make
2: sure nothing shady's going down. Yeah, what was that? I heard someone make a cat sound.
4: Yeah, speaking of which, is that damn thing following us around?
0: Yes, Master, the cat is still following you guys around. Man, Jasper is so upset with this cat. He's cleaning himself on uh, one of the chairs near your table. Feels
2: betrayed. She, uh, Vez, turns around, looks at the cat. You know, my lady, if you really wanted this information. You could have been a little more subtle about it. And as they walk out of the tavern, make sure to close the door before the cat can follow them.
0: (laughs) So you lock the cat in the tavern. (laughs) I guess Jasper will stand
4: for a second, look at the sky and go, I think this would be a bad idea in the long run. And goes and gets the damn thing.
0: (laughs) He goes and gets the cat and it purrs and winds its way around your ankles.
4: Why does it have to be See, fluffy? Get a <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's torn
6: internally. This is great.
0: Okay, so you guys said you wanted to stop by Mr. Smills' office.
2: Yeah, take a peek so make sure that uh, Laszlo's not getting upgrades.
0: Okay. So yeah, you guys, again, you just dried off, and now you were just getting soaked. The, the rain has gotten even worse. <laughs>
4: Oh like st- no!
0: Massive storms coming in. I guess
4: you've not realized this, but Jasper actually kind of likes the rain a lot.
0: It feels it feels so good on my shiny golden skin. Not really.
4: <laughs> but you always see him just staring up into the sky every now and then the more and more it rains. It's
6: like a chicken.
0: <laughs> His mouth just unhinges and he starts collecting water.
6: Just starts drowning.
0: I wish I could, but no.
4: Don't need to breathe or sleep or drink. <laughs> Whoa. it's got dark fast.
6: <laughs> Where'd the sun go, guys? Are we at the
0: house yet? Please tell me we at the house. Yeah, you guys get to a... Yeah, so you guys go get through the market square. There are not a whole lot of people out. Everyone's kind of shut everything down. There's just the occasional person going from building to building. Uh, but you guys walk to the edge of the square and you find Mr. Smills' office. And there's a big sign on it that says... Edward Smills Esquire, attorney at law, and it's hanging from a large, two-story building. Looks like there's an office, waiting room and everything on the ground floor, and then the upper floor uh, based on the way you can see through the windows from below. Like, you can see a bookcase and nice curtains. It looks like the upper floor is his personal residence. Such bad taste. And so you... Walk up to the lower floor, and what are you guys gonna do? Okay, guys,
1: v- v- what's our plan of attack here? I mean, first case scenario, I can just break out. I can break out, Dan Ferg, and uh, audit this place. But, 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 but I- if if we do that too much, eventually people are going to catch
2: on. And he knows who you are already, so there's that. Um.
1: Well, he's never met Dan Ferg. Before.
2: <laughs> but they look exactly the same, gonna
1: not if I raise my chin like this.
2: Anyways, I think we should just peek in the windows <laughs> and see what we can see and then decide from there.
6: Theo's uh, gonna hang back because he's not stealthy so he's just gonna stand back a little while and let you guys do your thing. Jasper
4: will stand back and stare at the sky.
2: <laughs> okay, going to go up and look in the windows.
4: Is
6: that just Fez then?
2: <laughs> Whoever else, I guess.
4: Oh, I'm not stealthy so that makes <laughs> it
0: simple for me. Okay, so on the, on the, uh, bottom floor uh, besides the doorway leading into the building there is one window to the side of the door to the me right Um, and it looks like it opens up into kind of a large like library like a based on you can somehow tell from inside the books look dry and boring looks like a bunch of law books Um, and then there are windows on the side of the building to your left. If you take a walk around the corner, you can see some of these windows open up into a reasonably sized greeting area, like with a couch and paintings on the walls, kind of a place to wait before you have your meeting. And you go along that wall, and then the third window looks into an office. So now you're trying to be sneaky, right? More or less. Yeah, so why don't you give me a stealth check?
2: Yep, the sneaky, sneaky Vez.
0: And if, if I, should, I should describe it better, too, because the front of the building opens up into the market square. There are no buildings in front of it. And then there is a street immediately like north of the building, along the line of windows you're peering in through. And then the other side and the back of the building uh, open up into alleyways so there are no like windows looking out into those
2: well she got a 14 so total
0: okay so you uh, you're peeking around and you look in through the window into the office and you see uh, Mr. Smills sitting behind his desk and sitting on the other side of the desk you see Laszlo And there are some glasses of whiskey in front of them. Laszlo looks like he is very energetically talking about something. And he's swaying just a little bit while he's jabbering. Uh oh. And uh, Mr. Smills is like nodding his head and like listening.
2: Does he just look excited or does he look like he has been drinking too much? It It
0: looks like he's had a few
2: drinks. Okay, so they don't notice her though. Well,
0: as you're looking through the window, uh, Smills looks over
2: and catches your eyes. She just smiles at him and gives <laughs> him like a little wave, and uh, mouths the words "see, uh, see you later," and gives him a thumbs up.
0: <laughs> and he gives you a he returns his uh, big, toothy smile to you,
2: and oh, holds it for just
0: a little too long.
2: <laughs> and
0: he. Uh,
2: hate this guy and she kind of slinks back um well he knows that I was there because uh I don't know why we keep sending me on window looking missions but I'm zero for two so far and uh but Lazlo was there and I do think he's been drinking too much but he still seems to be fine and Smills now knows that we know that Laszlo is there so at least there's that I guess
1: well that, that will be awkward and we talk to him later, but uh, z- you know that's a later problem. Now we have the uh, we have our now problems and our later problems. I make most of my problems later problems, but we know. Now we should just go talk to Ashlyn.
0: Was they' it, it gonna say something?
6: No, no. I just I was making a comment. That said we know, trying to be nasty.
0: Ooh, look
1: at you, you little nasty boy.
6: Stop.
0: Ah, no. Right,
6: that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving it in.
2: Oh <laughs> God. <laughs>
6: Dad, you gotta be careful.
2: Okay, so we head over to Ashlyn's then.
0: Okay. So you head over to her, and it's her family's home, because she's staying with family. Um, Yeah, you guys, as a group, walk up to the door, or what's your plan?
3: No, I think uh, Aegon will lead the way, yeah. Do you want to borrow my clipboard? (laughs) No, no, Gunnar, I think it's perfectly fine. Okay, okay. Just checking. And Aegon steps up to the door and kind of knocks on it.
6: And are we a block away again, like before? Just uh, Aegon
1: up there? Or? I don't know. You guys can do what you want. Uh, I think we can all be there. I think it's not... I, mean, I don't know if, if they'll anything, want everybody
3: going into their house, but...
2: <laughs> Soaking wet, yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So you uh, you knock and you hear a voice from inside say,
2: Oh, just a minute. Just a minute.
0: And uh, you hear some shuffling around inside. So the door swings open, and uh, an older woman answers the door. She's got long black hair. It's starting to get flecked with gray, and her face is kind of worn and wrinkled. And she opens the door and sees Aegon and screams. <laughs> and the door slams, and from inside, you can hear her say, The devils have come! The devil has come for our daughter! Oh, no. Oh no! And the the door swings open again, and there's a, again an older peasant man with brown hair and a beard that's flecked with gray, but he's big and muscular, and he looks at Aegon and he says, "Can I help you?" And you can still hear his wife screaming in the background.
3: (laughs) Uh, Good afternoon, sir. I'm also here for our daughter. I'm a. A priest with the sovereign church, and I'd heard that your daughter was somewhat ill, so I figured I might come over and see if there's anything I could do.
0: Well, 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 first of all, what's with the devil horns?
3: Oh, well, those are uh, a gift from my father, if you will. He's he's a tiefling, and as a as am I.
0: Aren't aren't tieflings evil creatures? Touched by the powers of the underworld.
3: That's a common misconception, my good sir. There are some <laughs> of us that tend towards more negative lifestyles, but not all of us want to hurt others.
0: Okay, give me a persuasion check. Alrighty.
3: Get the clipboard.
0: He doesn't have the clipboard, though. Yeah, he's
3: also not pretending. Okay, so that is a 15.
0: Okay. Uh, he looks like he's thinking for a bit and says, well, you are wearing robes at the church and See, you've got your holy water flask, and I suppose if you were a devil, you wouldn't be carrying that, so... Alexandra, he's, he's fine. He's not a devil. He's a... Turfling.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: Um, so, you, you said you're here to look at our daughter?
3: Yes, sir. I, I just wanted to see if there was anything I could do.
0: We sent for a doctor about a month ago, and no one ever showed, so... I guess they sent you.
3: Well... Nobody actually sent me. I I had heard from the barkeep that one of his serving girls was feeling ill and hadn't been in for a while.
0: Ah, yes. I always did tell her that the bar's life would kill her someday. Never thought it'd be like this. Oh, boy. Yikes. (laughs) And he says, That bar is a haven for sin (laughs) and lethargy. Anyway, here, I'm in And then... He seems to notice everyone else behind you for the first time, and he says, who, who are you? <laughs> oh,
3: those are some of my traveling companions.
0: They're going to have to wait outside.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> do they have like an awning or a stable or anything we can stand under to not be just continually... Yeah, you can like
0: uh, get under the awning near their uh, the side of their, their home.
2: Probably do that as, uh, <laughs> as he goes in.
5: Yep.
0: All right. So the large man turns to Aegon and he says, "Well, want to come take a look at my daughter and tell me what's wrong with her?"
3: I'll do my best, sir.
0: All right, let's go. and WaterKeep are from Tabletop Audio at TabletopAudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash by nc dash nd slash 4.0.